0: You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. And me, Ian Morris. And thank you to our live listeners who are tuning into us uh, in our last of our pre-Christmas shows, actually, isn't it? Now I think about it, we're recording this on the 19th of December. Next weekend will be the the 25th. Um, But we've got Al here, we've got Luna, we've got Nick, we've got Richard, another Rich, we've got Snail Scribbles. We've got a whole bunch of people listening live, so thank you for joining us um, ian can you tell me something that we didn't talk about in the half an hour of pre-show chat we just uh no i mean
1: we i think we pretty much covered it all didn't we
0: we covered most things i can't think of anything we didn't discuss anyway shall we talk about some news Ian? because there's not been a great deal of news over the last few days that's interested us but we have picked out a few choice selections for your uh, a perusal. Uh, firstly, Apple and Google apparently have a vice-like grip over people's mobile phones and their duopoly over the market should be investigated by the proposed new big tech regulator. And this is according to the UK competition watchdog uh, the guardian wrote this up earlier in the week and in fact continued uh, by writing the two companies effectively control users mobile phone experiences in the uk with ios and android operating systems installed on get this because i didn't even think this figure would be this high 99.45 percent of all phones in use in the well, uk what did, what,
1: what did you think the other options were
0: i just thought it'd be some well, I just thought there'd be enough hangers-on with sort of Nokia feature phones that aren't running Android, maybe the odd BlackBerry that's still around, Yeah, something like that. Mo- I figured... Most
1: Blackberries that still work are running Android. Like the old BlackBerry OS ones, I think, probably are dead by this point.
0: They might be. I just assumed that there would be a- enough hangers-on or people with these feature phones that don't want to move into the smartphone world yeah. uh, that aren't using android or ios and therefore would contribute and maybe they are doing and but it's so underwhelming that they only account for 0.5, uh, point 5 uh 0.65% no 0.55% well,
1: yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing is that those aren't, those aren't suitable for smartphones and probably almost all phones are smartphones and the only ones being people who don't want a phone really and just have like, a or, you know, don't want a smartphone but need a phone. So they just have a cheap mobile, like a flip phone or something like that and that, that, like a Nokia or something that runs some, I guess it's, is it still Symbian they run on those smart feature phones? On the old probably? ones.
0: Uh, I, I, you know, I honestly don't know. I don't know what happened to Symbian. I mean, it
1: wouldn't. It wouldn't be worth, you know, making something new, would it? So it could just be that they, you know, pared it back and made them quite simple. But you can still get those phones. So, and a lot of people do like having them because if you're someone that suffers with, you know, not being able to put your phone down, then a, a feature phone is a good way around that. Yeah, and if you think about it, I mean,
0: Nokia is still selling a lot of these old redesigned. Phones like the thirty-three ten, the iconic thirty-three ten. Although it costs sixty quid, um, <laughs> I, I, I think at at this point. But and they used to run Symbian back in the day, but they are now powered by Android. Are so they? Yeah, I believe I I think so. I think they 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 run on a, on a modified on a modified version of Android. I that makes might... sense
1: in a way. It's been done. It, it you know the the bones of it are such that you can strip it down to I guess virtually nothing. But I don't know what you know the ins and outs of it but yeah i i i was fairly sure they they do i'm i'm
0: maybe 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 i'm wrong but i'm i'm fairly sure they they run on a on a version of of android um if if not then i will uh i will i will chip in here in the edit um so let's just see if that happens
1: nope we won't know until later
0: doesn't doesn't look like it anyway um, what,
1: what's the what's the option here then tell me because like you know that's because people like those phones so do continue yeah
0: and as snail scribbles says quite accurately in the live chat is that because other options are rubbish because they shouldn't be penalised for being better and I think that's a very very fair point that she makes um, they are better I mean the option there aren't any real options let's be honest you could even if you use Huawei you're still technically using Android just not a an official play store certified build but just to, to finish on this uh, the guardian quoted uh, andrea coscelli coscelli the chief exec of um, the competition and markets authority uh, who said apple and google have developed a vice-like grip over how we use our phones and we're concerned that it's causing millions of people across the uk to lose out doesn't specify what they're losing out on other than i suppose the implicit choice uh once a customer buys a phone they're essentially wedded to the ecosystem of one of the two companies the app store or play store and i think that is where the issue
1: lies isn't it i, it's... I don't agree with that though because in my past i've been i've reviewed both both apple and android phones and i don't find it problematic to switch between the two at all But you're the person that will spend £30 on a smoke machine just to have a little disco (laughs) on his own in his underwear. You're not really representative. No, but I mean, if you think about it, like what are the services that most people use? It's things like Gmail and Google Photos and Amazon Photos and Amazon Music and Spotify. And they all work absolutely fine across devices. Like what are the actual services that you can't get? Well, there's iMessage, obviously. That that causes some people problems. Um, you know, there's, there's just not that much that isn't cross compatible. I mean, everything Google does works on iPhones. And increasingly a lot of what Apple does works on Android phones. They've even um, recently introduced that app to deal with um, the smart tags, haven't they? So, because obviously Android users weren't notified when there was a smart tag in their vicinity. They've now got an app that allows people to see that. So, almost everything... Is kind of cross-compatible. I mean, you won't have Apple Maps, obviously, but you've got Google Maps. So you, again, it like what th- switching between the two is very little problem. I don't think that lock-in, apart from the fact that you would have spent money in the stores, that's a problem, I guess. But that is you know,
0: that is where the problem lies, though. I think. But I mean, then I
1: don't. I guess I don't buy
0: enough apps to make it a huge issue. A lot of apps that are now essentially services, and that's your free-to-play games, which they basically are services in a sense because you're you are having to pay to keep having fun in them. And you could migrate those
1: easily between devices.
0: On some you can, but on some you definitely can't. For instance, yeah, but a lot of the time Um, it's not the fault of the platform, it's the developers. And I wonder if they've tied
1: it to your Apple account, say.
0: Or because they they physically can't re-engineer it. So just to give you an example, uh, the game I play most on mobile is a racing game called Asphalt 9. I've played it pretty much since it was released. I've spent money in the game. Uh, I really enjoy it and I don't mind paying for something that I enjoy on a daily or weekly basis. However, when that game launched on the Xbox, I was not able to move my account and purchases onto that. If I bought Uh, an Android phone, I can't because it's tied in, uh, on that instance, to to Game Center, which is Apple, and I can't move it. Now, it wouldn't be out of the question for Gameloft, which develops the game, to come up with a system that allows for a single login, which then would mean you could move on to another platform and many games and services do that And but that's not actually the fault of the platform. That's the fault of
1: the developer
0: yeah. or choice they, of the They've developer. made a
1: decision to tie you in rather than give you a user account. Yeah. Um, like, for example, Crossplay is a huge deal now. So, for example, I could log into my Destiny 2 account on on a pc i mean obviously i'd have to buy the game separately on you know stadia or ps5 or whatever but i could do it i would still have access to my character and all my progress so it's you know it's just a matter of developers taking a slightly different approach
0: and it's becoming less of an issue as a result of all this because the incentive is to keep you playing and to keep you paying and keeping subscribing so what you're doing is you're making it less important to keep people on one device and actually back in the old days you would I mean lord forbid pay for a game up front and then <clears throat> if you want to play it on another platform you have to rebuy it that's yeah. becoming less of a problem these days as companies are like you know what there's business in running this as a service whether it's subscription based whether it's something else and, and it's allowing that, to, that lock-in to become less restrictive with every generation of hardware because it's just not where the business incentive is anymore. So I think complaints like this feel a bit previous. They feel yeah. a bit 5 years ago and, and I, 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 yeah.
1: Well I was I was just going to say what is the point of this report or you know warning anyway because what's going to happen? Are we going to just develop a new mobile OS and and make people use it because you can't do that. People have tried that. It doesn't work. So what are they trying to achieve by raising this as an issue? It, it, that's just the way it is. It is going to be like this. Google and Apple are the two companies that do mobile OSs. Um, a lot of other companies have tried. There's versions of Ubuntu that run on mobile phones, and you know, there's a there's a million ways to do it, but no one has managed to get that market away from those two companies. I, I loved Palm OS, um, and that then weirdly got migrated to TVs instead. But, you know, I guess still exists, but not on phones.
0: So I'll read you a bit more then that I think answers some of the question. I pulled up the um, the CMA's report from the government website uh, to find a bit more detail on this. And a lot of the concern does seem to come with that it's not being made clear to consumers how much of a, of a control over their future spending on those platforms are... Are, rig- are controlled by one of only two giant companies. There's a, an additional quote here from uh, from the, uh, the chief executive of the CMA, who said, most people know that Apple and Google are the main players when it comes to choosing a phone, but it can be easy to forget that they set all the rules too, from determining which apps are available on their app stores to making it difficult for us to switch to alternative browsers on our phones. This control can limit innovation and choice, And lead to higher prices none of which is good news for users so there i think that sums up a bit more of what's going on it's browsers which is legitimate although i think worse on ios than on android where it's easier to set defaults i mean well it's not difficult on ios is it no but you still use the webkit framework so well, you're not yes. actually creating a new browser. You're creating a skin around a rendering engine that you have no choice over. But the other yeah. thing, but the other thing is about setting rules and there's no third player that has let's say a more open approach to store management available to UK, the UK. Um but I'd also argue that no one seems to want it. No because look at what happened with, with Huawei when it releases its... its um, What's it called? App, uh, yeah. App catalog. And other things, we've had these third-party stores. We yeah, have I mean, things it, like, you can totally um, do it. Yeah, like jailbroken it's, phones, but...
1: Yeah, and if you're prepared to... You know, if you want to use an Android phone and you don't want to use the Google Play Store and you do want to use Amazon's App Store or, you know, anyone else's for that matter, you are f- totally free to do it. It's just... I don't know what the really real advantages i mean amazon's app store was advantageous because if you had an amazon device you'd be probably accruing apps because they gave away a lot of apps uh, it would be useful to have that on your google device as well but realistically the, the choice is the same it's not like people are being frozen out of apps they're generally quite widely available um one thing i will note is nick in our
0: live chat has been doing some research while we were talking and actually says that the um, some of the Nokia phones are powered by Chaos, Kaios, K-A-I-O-S ah. which uh, he says is an offshoot of Firefox OS so that will account for a tiny number I would imagine of the non-Android, non- iOS phones out there and some of these are your kind of feature phony like candy bar uh, products that mm. are, are sometimes pushed to uh, less tech savvy users so that's that's another option but the apps on those uh on those stores they're going to be pretty limited to your WhatsApp, you know, Facebook is 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 usually on there. Google Maps is usually on there. YouTube, some of those big players, um, and a great deal of those services are still owned by the giant tech giants. That any regulator is likely to think, hmm, do they have too much control over their respective market? Probably. So let's not push the apps that are pushing them. So it's it's a very difficult position the CMA finds itself in, and I don't know how many people are complaining to it uh, about this because people do seem pretty happy in the way that people have generally been happy with the fact that you've always had microsoft as the dominant player the mac as the you know large next uh, biggest then linux for people who know what they're talking about and want a third choice and then all others have been kind of bespoke or um in some other way designed for for purpose rather than mass adoption and we kind well, of that same thing in phones hmm.
1: now you might you might say that maybe the the nuclear option would be to say to both Apple and all the Google companies you know that all the, the Samsungs and like of this world you you have to give people an option to load on another operating system and then um, you know let the developers make their own OSs that you can put on an Apple device if you want or a, a Samsung. Um, I don't necessarily. I mean Apple wouldn't love that, but it wouldn't actually necessarily cause it that much problem because it makes all its money on hardware and services but you know i I don't i'm not saying i think it's likely to happen but it could be done i guess if that was the only if it it was became a real issue and and people felt like there was something had to be done but i don't think it's going to happen because i don't think anyone cares because they have a choice between google and apple and that's probably enough for most people
0: I wonder could you imagine how the conversation would go if the CMA came out and said right Apple we have proposed legislation and it's passed you have to allow
1: jailbreaking of iPhones that they the would United just stop Kingdom. selling they'd just stop selling iPhones in the UK and wait for the the mass uprising yeah you probably Or all right. people would just buy them online from America and get them sent to the UK and you know that, and and there's nothing you could do about that because ultimately Apple could still make them perfectly compatible for UK networks and you know just ship them from the US. Yeah, import only. Yeah, I'd love exactly. to watch.
0: I'd love to watch a kind of like a documentary about what would happen if some of these seemingly uh, edge case but very strict proposals were put into force. Like you have to allow jailbreaking. Or Apple, you can only sell an iPhone that doesn't have an OS on it. Or on the huh, boot, yeah. you have to choose at at the setup screen. Do you want iOS? Do you want to install uh this third party OS? Do you want to put Android on your iOS? Like <laughs> I would it's very I know what people say it's very black mirror or something like that. But it would be it would as you say, it's a nuclear option. It'd be like actually there was this um documentary in the sixties I can't remember what it was called now, but it was basically it was a BBC documentary that showed what would happen if oh yeah the nu- a nuclear bomb was dropped on Britain, and it was harrowing. Um, I've actually got a copy of it somewhere from years and years ago, and it's harrowing. Um, and scared the crap out of a lot of people. It's, it, I'm sure. Was it's that on the one that was?
1: Was that the one that was a drama, or was it a documentary? It was a documentary. Oh, was it a drama? Ah, oh, good point. There's, there's a movie called uh, The War Game. That's it. The War Game. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Yeah, that's the one. That is the one. Yeah. Oh, starring Michael Aspel.
0: There you go. Interesting. Yeah that was that was that was the one. Yeah, if you want to have a an interesting journey into the past and how how do you scare the crap out of people in the 60s, watch that. Yeah. You know, it's, mm. Um it's pretty 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 shocking stuff. Um but anyway, it's unlikely to happen. Um in fact it's more likely that nuclear bombs will be dropped on Britain than Apple will release a version of the iPhone that lets you choose to install Android. Um but if you have a view on this while well, the CMA is going through its uh various proposals for our new big tech regulator then you know where to send them and if you don't fire up your android powered iphone and send us an email to hello at uktechshow.com
1: A new report from the Law Commission is urging the government to legislate over so-called cyber-flashing, Nate. Hmm. The proposed law will equalise things that aren't currently allowed in person. So basically giving the internet the same rules as if you were to be out in the street and expose yourself to somebody. Uh, Which is, if you think about it, it's absolute madness that isn't some automatic function of the existing laws. Uh, the proposal would make it illegal to send indecent images using services like Airdrop. Uh, they're particularly problematic because they require the sender be in close proximity, which is a lot more intimidating than, say, via WhatsApp or or, or social media. Um, it was also raised in the context of dating apps, where it continues to be another big problem, um, and some solid legislation would I no doubt improve things greatly there um, so it is without doubt a good idea if you're sending photos make sure the other person's on board first um, rules also could help this uh, restrict the spread of you know abusive images of minors which is obviously one of the horrifying possibilities of having a an airdrop on a train i remember years and years ago uh when bluetooth was more of a file transfer thing you know people would just randomly send images and you're like I I don't know what this is I don't want it take it away uh so having some laws to, around this would give you a, a, some recourse I think uh interestingly the report also mentions internet pylons uh which is probably a more difficult problem to solve uh but what are your thoughts on uh, this i mean i know what your thoughts are they're going to be largely in agreement <laughs> well
0: could you imagine if I came out and and No, said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Actually, I I think it's good that uh, that people are subjected to uh, unsolicited photos yeah. of of genitalia. Yeah. No, of course I of course I agree. The one what makes this a little difficult um, for me to think, uh,
1: basically okay, about the practicality of operating the law. Yes,
0: essentially because <clears throat> it is very easy to turn off airdrop and bluetooth file um uh it is yeah or even
1: in airdrop you can set it to people you know only like contacts or yeah 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 so yes
0: and so there is part of me separate to any considerations around legislation that thinks those are settings that i think are and should be uh by default at at the very most restricted to contacts only unless you make the decision to open it up to open it up. And I don't I, 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 there are there are reasons to allow AirDrop to be accessible to everyone. I've had it when for instance somebody takes a photo of you on their iPhone and this is I've done this myself and then um, they you know you don't they might be a stranger, you know, someone might have just taken a picture and then you AirDrop it to them. You just say oh, what what am I looking for and you mention the name of your phone. However, and yeah, and I, and, and I see here Kate has actually pretty much just said yeah. the same thing is that the owners shouldn't be on the victims to have to do something and I agree. That's I think, exactly right. I think it is a but it's an as well as. It's not an instead of. It's it's the the idea here is that that people shouldn't have to do something because the default was already done for them and therefore it's up to them to make it more lenient on occasion if they want it to get rid of maybe some of the problem. But ultimately, you're always going to get people who are sending you things via direct messages and via email and other other things. And so if legislation is what it takes to scare people into maybe not doing that or having more accountability, if they do, for instance, overlaying somebody's, uh, I don't know, maybe Maybe when the photo is transferred, yeah, like there's something attached to it, like your device ID or or something is attached in that metadata that means actually you can be you can be found. I don't know. I can see that going wrong for a number of reasons, but no solution to anything like this is ever going to be perfect.
1: Yeah, I mean that, and that's true, and it, and it is going to be difficult. I just. I feel like it's so overdue because, you know, you I, you see lots of it on Twitter. Like people go, oh, yeah, you know, more people sending me pictures of their fallacies," And, you know, it, it's just so unnecessary. And and, and I'm a man. I, 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 I get it. But also have some self-control. Like people don't want to see that. If you want to, you know, there's um, there are porn stars and stuff that will actually uh, you can send them a, a photograph of your genitalia if you want and they'll say something nice about it like if that's what you're after do that you know and who who do you you use for that (laughs) i don't need to i i'm old Uh, you know that the the bit of you know the technology didn't exist when i was in my you know 18 year old 16 to 18 year old phase where it was whereas probably more of a risk because you know that's what kids are like it's you know they're a mess of hormones all the time um so i was prevented from being awful by technology not existing, I don't think I would have done it anyway. I'm I'm not that really that kind of person. But um, you know, it's 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 just like it, we are where we are, and we have to do something about it. And there's all you know, you couldn't do it in the street. Um, so uh, you know, I, I why can you do it on a phone? It, it doesn't make any sense. It should be like it should just be the same law. Um, apart from streaking like a sports match which is always hilarious and should absolutely be allowed at all times
0: yeah but that's but there's no victim there really is there? not really i mean no. the game is inconvenienced and i'm sure there'll be somebody who is is a bit prudish over the sight of some buttocks but it's nowhere near the same as as this and i've absolutely i not. mean this it's it's odd isn't it because it's usually talked about with penises being set. it is
1: because men are the problem let's yes. be honest
0: yes um and I, but I, so I, I, I've never had it done to me. But the name that my phone shows up is technically a woman's name on my phone because I have it named after an anime character who has oh, right. a, a, a female name. And so that's the only thing that someone air dropping has to go on is the name of that thing. By default, it would show up as like Kate's iPhone or uh, yeah. Ian's iPhone. And so you yep. might, you might not, you might not do that. It might not be as appealing. But I've I've not had that done to me. However. I have um, I have been airdropped pictures by two women on a train once, Um, but it was in a nice way, not in a creepy, stalkerish, actually quite terrifying way.
1: Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that's the fundamental difference, isn't it? it? It's the intent. Like, that's why streaking is a different thing, because it's, it's not sexual, it's just hilarity. And we shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be afraid of the human form. Like, that's ridiculous. That's the sort of thinking that leads us to ban women from breastfeeding in public, which obviously is ludicrous. Um, but, you know, the, the human form itself is not offensive, but these things are obviously very different to that. They're, you know, aggressively sexual, and that's, you know, a big issue. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, th-
0: I think it would be wise if we if we had somebody available who could talk about real-world experiences of something like this because I tend to find that when you hear of these first-person accounts, you realise that actually what can sometimes, at a passing glance, not necessarily seem like the end of the world is actually a constant and terrifying um, yeah. experience. Um, so I think it is good that the legislation... Um, is, is being considered because if that at least scares idiots into thinking
1: twice about being a lunatic um then good now because, i do wonder about about this legislation there is one interesting question so twitter quite famously doesn't prohibit sexual content at all um you can i think you can set it so that you know it's it's adult content and you know and minors can block that uh, or anyone in fact um but twitter's always sort of made kind of a point of it so if you go on twitter you will see a lot of um male genitalia um and sometimes you'll hit it by accident and i you know it doesn't bother me too much but i can see how it would be a problem i wonder if this legislation might cause them some problems because it would then you know it could technically be found by accident or by you know someone just posting it into your feed somehow so i don't i wonder if that's an issue I feel like unless
0: it's a direct message then no. Because it's not gonna be targeted because you'd have to follow yeah. somebody in order to see it. I suppose the risk would be if it was automatically surfaced, but that's still sure gonna they, fall file of a targeted sending of a of a
1: of a picture. There I are think, some hashtags on Twitter that you absolutely cannot use because that they contain all of that kind of content. Right. I see. So so for example I mean I like I can't think of obviously I don't sync this content out but you know then there are hashtags that, and they're also i I'm sure I've seen some that are kind of innocuous so you wouldn't necessarily know um you know and then you you find like you know lots of gross in it and it's like well so anyone wanting to use that hashtag for normal purposes or doing so by accident and then clicking on it and being like oh you know would be exposed to that and I, like you say it's not it's not too directed at you so it's not the same thing but you know it's still it still potentially falls foul of this law because it's someone exposing themselves and then it being available for anyone to see and let's not forget it's quite possible to be sent a mobile phone with a
0: a gentleman's member still i'd forgotten
1: about this
0: still saved it would you like to tell that story well i've I've, you started it so why don't you go ahead okay we were at cnet and
1: and it was (laughs) (laughs) was it a review device that Rory no. had been sent, or it was it so a replacement phone? It was a replacement phone, and it was three, wasn't it? So he'd I, got a reconditioned. I de- was. It, it was a Nokia. I want to say. I would. I, I mean, if, this would have been about two thousand eight. I tell think. you what, that story is probably online. I, you talk, I'll search.
0: Okay. Yeah. He. Um. I mean, I remember my first experience with this. Um. Was I was walking back from. The, uh, the toilets at, in the CNET office. And just for context, if you can imagine about 12 people sitting either side and in, in two rows of a long row of desks, uh, Ian was sitting at the very far end, directly opposite him and facing him was Rory, and next to Ian was me. And behind us, so where Ian and I were looking, were the toilets for CNET. So I'd gone to the toilet, I'd come back, and I had to walk past Rory's screen, and I saw on Rory's screen, uh, he had a, a male member uh, open in Photoshop, <laughs> which I burst out <laughs> laughing to. Ian caught my eye and ended up coming around to have a look, and we ended up having this discussion about why was Rory Photoshopping uh, a member.
1: And then Blaring the story
0: out. unfolded, and then he ultimately blogged
1: about it. I think CNET's deleted it, but I've got uh, an apology that's on Giga <laughs> Uh 3UK has apologised to a customer to whom it sent a phone containing a, a pornographic self-portraits, thought to be of its previous owner. Uh, CNET, NASDAQ CNET, uh, UK blogger Rory Reid wrote, uh, he'd upgraded his existing handset to a Nokia E65 containing all of the previous owner's data. Uh most disturbingly, the phone contained a close-up, high-resolution image of a naked, erect penis. Just imagine the outcome if my ten-year-old sister has been asked to check out her big brother's funky new Wi-Fi enabled phone. A three UK spokesman told MocoNews.net, We're taking this very seriously. We're grateful for the customer highlighting the issue. We've apologised to him and are replacing the handset concerned. We're also checking out our processes and seeing if we what we can do to make sure events like this don't happen in the future. I mean here's one tool delete penis photos from your phones (laughs) yeah rory also highlighted the privacy implications within minutes i determined his full name home phone number and who he banks with his place of employment his local pub and the places he djs at the weekend uh with and the name and phone number of his partner how did he fit all of those on his member (laughs) well i think it was just all of his data was still on the phone Uh, that
0: does make more sense
1: I mean, that is a double failing, isn't it? It's a failing of someone to not wipe their own phone before sending it off to 3. Hmm. And, a, a, and a failure of 3 not having a process in place where every phone is factory reset. Um, ludicrous. But yeah, I, I believe, because its I don't know if it's just because of the way that CNET's structured now, but the article doesn't seem to exist on CNET. But I'm sure I can find it in the Wayback Machine.
0: I think we have to find that. And hopefully by the time this publishes, we won't do it now, but by the time this publishes, we'll share a link in the Discord. I would say it was around 2008 or 2009, wouldn't you, Ian? Because well, we, yeah, um, we were in the Lavington Street offices.
1: 2008, first instance, February 9th. I think I've got it. So I'll, um, I'll post that in the chat and you can include it in the uh, show notes.
0: Yeah, and you can find those show notes at uktechshow.com show.com forward slash episodes. Uh, look for episode two six one, which is what this is. Uh, and also, you may find that the link is in the uh, in the in the MP three description of this episode of the show. So look there if you want to find it. Any other thoughts you have on the broader issue of uh, cyber flashing and your views uh, or experiences, of course, um, do let us know anything that we could share on this hello at (laughs) uktechshow.com I'd like to take just a brief moment to thank our patrons who are beautiful and are listening to us live in some instances. We've got Al listening live. We've got John. We've got Luna. We've got Nick. We've got Richard. We've got Snail Scribbles. We're having a great party over here. And thank you to everyone who is supporting us directly. You're about to hear our third discussion story of this week. If you're not yet a patron, though, but have been enjoying the show so far, do consider uh, chucking us a quid or two and getting the ad-free full-length version of the show. You can listen to us live, you can chat with us live, as you've heard us referencing all the way through this episode and others. And, of course, you'll supporting, be supporting Ian and I. I do know that since last week's episode, Ian has invested in one new pair uh, of underwear, but um, he's still <laughs> turning them inside out. Each week, so it would massively benefit him if uh, if if you consider supporting us, just if for no other reason to give Ian a bit more downstairs comfort. Patreon.com forward slash UK Tech. Thank you to everyone, no matter how you are supporting us. Text message does a, I think, a bang up job in keeping you informed about both the British tech landscape and Ian and I's opinions on said. Uh, But let's check in with our good friend, Mr. Tom Merritt, a fine gentleman, uh, and hear what's been happening on Daily Tech News Show in the US this week. This week on Daily Tech News Show, why Toyota wants you to pay for a subscription to turn on your car.
1: I mean, remote start, but still, should your key fob, which doesn't even use the internet, be part of that? No. No. LG has a TV concept you can roll around your house, though several
0: DTNS listeners think they could build a better one themselves. Why you can't trust the HDMI 2.1 designation means Mm. having HDMI 2.1 features, Adidas has
1: begun selling NFTs for clothing. And Patrick Norton gives us a look ahead at what to expect from CES, from TVs to home theater and beyond. All of that, and can you believe
0: even more? I hope you can, because it's true at DailyTechNewsShow.com. I was going to ask you about the HDMI stuff. I was listening to that episode, and I thought, I bet Ian will have opinions on the HDMI 2.1 standard.
1: Absolutely ridiculous. Honestly, it's like it's not confusing enough already. You're going to add an extra layer of confusion, are you? But absolutely ludicrous.
0: Well, thank you, Tom. Um, I look forward to another year of Daily Tech News showing and indeed another year of text messaging. I We haven't decided exactly what we're going to do to round out the year. It's very likely that we won't have a regular show for you next weekend, uh, what with it being um, the day that Santa drops down our chimneys. But we'll, I'm sure, have something for you. And then after that, we will be back in the new year for what is technically, I suppose, our eighth season, oh. as far as iTunes goes. We are in season seven because it is our seventh year. Uh, next year will be our eighth year. What an incredible world! Yeah, I didn't uh, realize you... iTunes did that. Uh, it does. Uh, or since, Apple Podcasts. Or... Yeah, Apple Podcasts since uh, since bringing in the the paid subscription things. Um, but yes, Nick points out Santa's here on Saturday. Well, he takes a little while to get to us. He's not as nimble as he used to be. Um, um, But speaking of which, thank you, Ian. Uh, It's been a lovely. My pleasure. (laughs) It's It's been been a lovely, a lovely episode and a great joy. And we'll see everybody for a festive episode of some sort next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do,